0: Great to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. With me and my guests from around the world. Welcome to the Simon Filer Podcast. Welcome to this podcast. Let's get into it, shall we? On the Simon Filer Podcast. Brisbane self-published author Kat Element is joining me on the podcast today after having a chat with um, Kat on the night of our Brisbane Author Networking Group's Christmas party. I said, make sure you get your name in the hat. I'm giving away a podcast. And here we are. And we were incredibly lucky, actually, at the end of last year to uh, get together after the COVID lockdowns and celebrate Christmas. Weren't we, Kat? And welcome. We were. Nice to have you Thank here. Thank you. Nice to be here. And so we're talking about um, COVID and now all of a sudden the floods are happening. What is going on?
1: It's just crazy. It's just a crazy, crazy time. Who knows?
0: Like it's thrill a minute. There's never a dull moment. So Kat has self-published two novels under her former name, Karen Element, uh, When There's No One There and Dear Yvonne, which you can purchase off Amazon and other
1: reputable Online retailers, I'd imagine. When did you start writing, Kat? So, my whole life, I wanted to be a writer or a journalist, but I ended up being a nurse, go figure. I've been doing that for over 40 years. And I thought, you know what, before I die, I better write some, I better do some writing, put some words down. So, I have. So, in 2015, I decided that I would just start writing and I haven't stopped. Mm. And I just love it. It's just the best. It's just a way to express yourself, to get your feelings out there, hopefully you know, give some pleasure and enjoyment to other people that read what you write. And and once you start, it's like something that you can't stop. It's like the gate, the gate opens. And it's just like, why didn't I do this before? I used to write little things and I always had pen pals and I used to write poetry, just, you know, little mucking around things, but to seriously sit down and write a book. Um, it wasn't easy, but it was very rewarding and I had some great people to help me. So um. You just have to. There's just some rules you have to learn, you know. Like you, you could, there's creativity, but there's still rules to follow. And I had to learn just the basic stuff. And yeah, and it's just all about putting words down on paper. So your
0: first book, um, you just started writing. How did like? How did that come about? Was the idea there? Well I, just,
1: or? well, I went out. I was in in the shop with my husband, and he picked up three notebooks, and they all had different colors on the cover. And he, because he knows that I've always wanted to write, and I just haven't. And he said, pick pick one of these, pick a colour. And I picked the purple one because it's my favourite colour. He goes, now go and write your book.
0: Oh, and I just did. It. I
1: went home and I thought, oh, okay. It was like a sign. So I started writing that day and I just, just this idea came to me. It was, It's like a young adult kind of fantasy thing, which wasn't anything what I thought I would ever write, but it just sort of came out because I'm all about good and evil, right and wrong. You know, I feel very strongly about that, the fine line between love and hate, things like that. Mm. And I just, um, just started writing this book about this girl who had special powers and she was going to save the world and she did a pretty good job of it. So I might end up doing a a bit more with her, a bit of a trilogy maybe, but I just put that one on the back burner for now, like maybe the next installment. And then, um, i'm actually adopted and i wanted to write a story about what that's like so my next book dear Yvonne, that's all about adoption back in the 60s what what it was like what it was like for the mothers the kids the f- adoptive family so that was very a very emotional journey for me it's still fiction it's not um, about you. it's all made up but there's just a just a few things just the idea was was there from from fact you know so did that give you any closure writing that well Yes, it did, because I made the end how I wanted it to be.
0: <laughs>
1: oh. So, um, yeah, when I was 36, I actually did meet her. So that answered a lot of questions.
0: Right. And did you so have I'm to like, do much investigating to find her? Oh, it
1: took me five years to, wow. find, to find her, but I wouldn't give up. I just, I was told that she was dead. There was all this stuff, but I just had this feeling. I thought, no, I know she's not. I just know I found her. We only lived a year after we met. She was 58. And she died of cancer. Oh. So I only had her for, for a year, but it was a very um, massive year. Like we, we were so alike. Oh. When you grow up with no one that looks like you or has any, that, that no one's the same. And then you meet this woman that just looks like you, talks like you. We had the same mannerisms, like the same things. It was insane. It was like, it was just insane how alike we were oh. and we'd never met. We live ten minutes away from each other. My whole life. No way. Shut the front yeah. gate. Are you for yeah, real? Shut the front gate. Yeah, just ten minutes away. I could have walked past you in the street. But
0: oh, my skin so is crawling done. off me.
1: That's <laughs> so, <laughs> insane. No, so, so Dear Yvonne is about is a book really for her. You know, it's not like that. I would never have to write a book like that ever again. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, so, actually, um, I was going to ask you because they're very, very different, both books.
1: They're very different. But now I've decided what I like the most is, um, well, I think everyone likes a good murder, don't they?
0: Yeah. We all like
1: mystery. a good murder. And, yeah. you know, we all love serial killers, at least on paper. We all do. We can't <laughs> say we don't. We've got our dark desires and our, you know, bloodthirsty whatever's. But We, we want to be scared like out of our wits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I, what I think is my direction. That sounds very cool. I really do. So, I've got my my third book, which I think is the genre I'll continue in. It's um, it's a book called Her Undoing, Mm. and it's about about um, yes, I won't say because it's not it's when it's published, everybody can read it, but it's um, it's quite graphic. Oh, got a lot of serial killer stuff in it, but we'll still have a few good people here and there, you know, in it. So, So it's um.
0: Yeah, it, it really amazes me, like your visualisation and the way you can put your pen to paper to make, you know, that come alive is just outstanding. So are you just like writing or are you picturing these pictures in your head? How does it work?
1: I don't know. They they write it. I don't write it. I just sit there. <laughs> right. The, char- the characters write it. They come and tell me what they look like. They tell wow. me what they want. They just, it's like, it's it's like they take over. I think a lot of writers say that.
0: Yeah, I've heard that a lot. They
1: do. They, they say that and you don't you sort of start to type and you go off into like a a place and you get all kind of relaxed. It's like, you're just going to this different dimension. I suppose that sounds a bit corny, but it feels like you're just in a different place and it just comes out. And yeah, it's just where, I guess that's what a writer is. Someone that can put words or that can do that. Yeah, exactly. You can't make yourself do it. You can't, otherwise you'd only write, um, you know, yeah. Hey, chapter one.
0: Once, a, once upon, a time. Once upon <laughs> if, a time. If you're me,
1: there was someone that wanted to write a book and never quite got there. The end.
0: Yeah, I've got an even shorter <laughs> one. Once upon a time, the end.
1: <laughs> exactly, but I mean, it's not. It's not for everyone. Everybody's got their talents. Everybody's got their um strengths and weaknesses.
0: Exactly. And
1: so, what about publishing? Well, I just well, I just looked um looked up online who I thought might be good. I needed an editor, and I just found patrice shaw because i liked she had a really good website she had a really good um the way she had it set out it was i, I liked it it appealed to me and i just called her yeah she's been helping me her and, and kirsty ogden you know those two girls they've yeah, been I fantastic
0: did. yeah they're good girls I've, I've
1: just been just been with them
0: your third book so you you have you finished writing it or where are you at nearly, with it?
1: nearly i'm Ooh. nearly there just Ooh. gotta see how many more people are gonna die <laughs> who i don't like
0: <laughs> right.
1: No, no, uh, no. It's um, I'm enjoying writing it. If that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, that certainly and makes killing sense. Off,
1: killing off a few bad guys, you know.
0: Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, how far? Well, I mean, you're going to obviously self-publish this one as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And would you ever be interested yeah. in, in doing an audio book?
1: Uh, well, I think so. As long as I don't talk, I tend to talk a bit too quick sometimes. But I think it would be good because it seems to be the way of the future. Everyone's got audio books.
0: I think everyone's so busy all the time that they don't have time to sit down anymore and actually read, you know.
1: And I'm actually all about saving the planet too. So we don't need to waste the paper on paper books. You yeah. know what I mean, as much as I love books, I mean, I grew up with books. Yeah. I grew up with the library. When I was little, I had an ironing board. I was only a little kid and I set the ironing board up. That was my library table. And oh. I've got some little paper bags from the sweet shop and I stuck them in front of my golden books and I made library cards.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's gorgeous. I love so, that. This is, a
1: long, this is a while ago. But, um, and I just always loved books and reading and, you know, things like that. And, but I realised, you know, we don't, we've got to try to be a paperless society and not have as much yeah. paper. So audio books obviously are the way of the future it's the way things are probably going everyone's mm. doing that now
0: well i love a good murder mystery so i would love to hear that
1: <laughs> i know you you'll like this one because a lot of yeah there's a lot of um yeah it's a lot of that goes on
0: excellent so, so let's yeah. go back to your to your mum was she a writer did she have anything to do with writing
1: no she no no she didn't she um, she was quite sad because she had to give up a baby for adoption because my father wasn't the best person in the world right actually when i was when i was two he was killed he was murdered so that's, wow that's another thing that's another thing that that's, thing that, that, that's happened um oh, that that's is an- in the book that is that is true that did happen um he was a little bit of a womanizer he was according to what my mother said he didn't want to help her and back in those days there was no help you got pregnant you're on your own like she her mother had passed away of cancer not long before that. So she didn't have anyone to help her. Right. And she had no choice. So she ended up, that was all she could do. And so she was quite sad. She wasn't the happiest of person of people. Cause she carried that around with her. Yeah,
0: of course. But when
1: she met me, it was like the light came on. Like it was like, according to her friend, people at the time, and they said, she's a different person. Wow. She's just a different person. So I was really, if nothing else, I was really grateful that I could do that for her. Yeah. And I could just turn up and say, hello. Like, The day I called her, I had I had three people left on my list. I was calling so many people; there was three people left on the list, and I thought, if it's not one of these people, I can't do this anymore. It was just too it was too emotionally wrenching. It was too hard. So I rang the first lady, and it was a lady in Queensland, and and I convinced myself that that was my mother, but it wasn't. But by the time we'd finished talking, she was in tears, and she was saying, "I wish I was your mother." Oh, wow, what a
0: roller roller coaster!
1: Oh yeah. And then the second one, the second one I rang, she just goes hello, and I thought, oh, this one sounds a bit crazy. And of course, that was my mother,
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounding <laughs> a bit like you.
1: <laughs> she was, oh, she was so like me. It was just insane, and I just had to ask her. I said, so I'm doing my, I had this little spiel. I'm just doing my family history. I'm just trying to trace. Um, and I gave my adopted name, like my name that I knew was my name. And she, I said, do you know any Patricias? And she goes, no. Nah. I don't think so. No, no. And then I said, um, just, and I gave my birthday. I said, does that date mean anything to you? And that was when she just went really quiet. She wow. didn't say anything. She didn't say anything. And then she dropped the phone <gasps> because then she knew. She knew. And then she came back. And then I heard her breathing on the phone. And I said, it's you, isn't it? It's you, isn't it? And I told her, I told her what her birthday was because I had a few. Of, I got a little bit of information, just some identifying information, because before nineteen ninety-one, you weren't allowed to know anything. And then yeah. they they allowed people to find out, you know, where they came from. So I knew that her name and I knew her birthday. And um, so that was that was it. And I'm saying, oh, my God. And she's going, oh, my God. Like, it was just, you can imagine the two of us are just yeah, hysterical. Yeah,
0: what? And I that said, is... oh, I
1: want to come me. She goes, oh, oh, you can't come yet. I, I have to lose some weight. I have to put some color in my hair. Like, she, oh, bless her. She said, <laughs> oh, that's, I said, all right. And so, And she rang me back about an hour later. She goes, no, no, you come. You come now. And then the other thing, when I finally got to her house, because I was in Victoria at the time and she was in Sydney, and I got to the house but I was running late because I, I missed the train or something. I can't remember. And she sat on the lounge looking away from the door because she didn't think it was fair that she saw me before I saw her. So oh. she wasn't looking through the window. Oh. And she just sat there until she, until I knocked on the door. And then when I knocked on the door, she opened it. I went, Oh, there you are. She was only five foot one. And I was looking straight ahead because I'm five foot six. Right. And I thought, oh, you did, oh, there you are. She was this little, but she was like, it was like looking into a mirror. She was so like me. I spent the night there and I was lying there going, I'm in my mother's house. I can't believe that I'm actually in my mother's house. It was the weirdest feeling. All I ever wanted to do, I wanted to sit on the floor with my head in her lap. And I did that.
0: Oh, I that... sat on the
1: floor and put my head in her lap. I just said, I've, I've always wanted to do this. And then a few months later, it was my 37th birthday. And she'd always wanted to give me a kid's party. So we did. We had the fairy bread, the chocolate crackles, the balloons, oh, the whole like a little kid's party.
0: She's so always cool. wanted to
1: do that. That, that is something. so
0: beautiful. Thank you for sharing <laughs> all, that with me.
1: Oh no, that's all true. And then um, yeah, unfortunately, a couple of months later she got very unwell and, and she was only she only lasted three months after that. She had severe cancer, and but that's life. But it you know, I found her and she found me. So we had that
0: and yeah, yeah, it
1: made a big difference to her life.
0: Did you meet any other relatives off the back of that? I had
1: to I had to know because it wasn't really anyone. Um she didn't she'd lost touch with people when a mother died, her her mother had passed away and her um, siblings were all gone to the wind, you know, they'd gone anywhere and her father died as well. So that was, they were all split up. And so no, she, she, I had two half brothers, but we, when mom, when mom passed away, we kind of didn't have, it didn't, we didn't sort of go any further, but we all were, right. we, we hung out for a little while at the time, but then it just, mm. we all went back to our own, it's just like a little, um, you know, in our lives we all got together and did things and then we all went back to where we were sort of thing
0: yeah
1: and then I thought well, I should write a book about it so I did
0: yeah good no, that's for you for that is a beautiful mm-hmm. story that thank you for sharing so much
1: okay.
0: uh, and so now you're on to your third book and um, hopefully not too far away from publishing are you going no, to self-publish no. as well
1: yeah I'll do the same again because that works I mean I've heard horror stories that people they get traditional publishing and then they don't they don't own the books anymore. Yeah, I think I, don't know, I, don't, I know enough about it to know I don't want to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a friend who wrote a trilogy and she said the first book off and then she wrote the other two. Then she self published the other two, but she couldn't get the first one back. She did eventually, but it took a long time. Like they wouldn't get. she wanted it back because she had, she wanted the, you know, the trilogy, the set. That was difficult. And I thought, oh, you know. And plus, I think self publishing is the way to go now too, don't Definitely. you Definitely.
0: I think the internet has opened it. That internet has opened up so much yeah that you can do so much more yourself you don't need big power companies to take all your royalties and everything but that's what else i'm saying to.
1: when you write a book it's your it's your baby and you're giving your baby away well there's been enough of that in my life yeah for sure that. that's yeah. gonna happen
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i've absolutely loved our chat today i wish i could you know chat with you, you a lot longer and i hope that we can catch up i'd love to hear your book so you know if you feel like doing your audio book please come in we do have another bang event coming up i really hope you can be there no i'll be there that'll be awesome so it's our no, first first imp- well hopefully if we don't get flooded out
1: <laughs> oh well
0: i don't It's think another so. week
1: away maybe we'll be okay
0: yeah but um so you've got to look out for cat element have you got anywhere people can contact you or find out more about you cat? you were saying before we got on the podcast that you've got a
1: facebook page well i will have I'll i'll, I'll um, get that up and running a little bit better and I think I think we are. I'll make a Cat Element author page. I'll do that.
0: Mm, I think yeah. that's a great idea. Great yeah, idea. I'll do that. But briefly before you go, we might shed some light on Cat Element. You were Karen. Um, what's the reason that you're saying? Yeah, I don't really want to be that
1: anymore. I think if you've got a chance to change your name and you want to, then you should. And if you've got a, if you change it to a, you can change your pen name. You can have whatever name you want. I mean, J.K. Rowling writes under a Robert Braith. What is what is it, Robert? She uses a man's name because she doesn't want to be forever tied to Harry Potter.
0: Right. I know Stephen King does.
1: um, She used J.K. Rowling because apparently um, young boys didn't want to read books written by a woman Mm. she was targeting at young boys. So if it was J.K., she could have been a girl or a boy. It's all these little marketing tricks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, cat suits you. Cat's a nickname for Karen anyway, and I just think it sounds a bit more snappy.
0: Yeah. Like you. (laughs) You're awesome. The
1: name Karen has. Has got a bit of a bad press, but I mean it doesn't worry <laughs> me that much. But I just, I just saw the name Cat in a book, and I thought, oh, I might just shorten my name and have that on the front cover of my next book.
0: That'll look very funky. Forevermore. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for talking to me again. And yeah, um, if you want to find out more about Cat, you can find Cat uh, Element author coming to Facebook very soon.
1: Oh, thank you. All right. Thank you so much for your time, too. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. And my guests
0: from around the world. Thank you for being a part of this show, the Simon Filer Podcast. Catch you next time. It's a wrap.